Hey, what's up, little boomers? Before we get into episode 112 of the podcast, we've got to talk about our awesome sponsor, High Bank Distillery. High Bank is an industrial-style restaurant and distillery with an elevated casual menu that has something for everyone, regardless of whether you're wanting to indulge or stay on the healthier side. Order your favorite cocktail or try one of their many in-house creations. High Bank is open seven days a week with a lunch, brunch, and happy hour menu Head to highbankco.com for more info. Drink local, drink High Bank, proud partners of the Columbus Blue Jackets, and yours truly, the CBJ Artillery. Also, if you're looking to go to any games around town anytime soon or any concerts or shows or anything, check out SeatGeek.com or download the SeatGeek mobile application. Use our code CBJ. You get $20 off your first-time purchase. Again, that's SeatGeek.com or download the SeatGeek app. One of the best third-party ticketing apps out there right now. Well, hello, little boomers. Welcome in to the pod, a Sunday pod. First time I've had a Sunday pod in a while because usually I'm hungover and I did not drink last night because I wanted to bring you a podcast today because I have a lot of thoughts. A lot of thoughts. Um, Kyle's not here. Warren's not here. But I'm not by myself. We have from the Hockey Dudes, Hayden's back. Shalom. Shalom. Swedish. Shalom. Swedish. 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 And then for the first time in a long time, he is How a. How uh, we doing? He's an OG, an OG, OG of the pod. Uh, it's probably been about forty episodes. It's been quite a while, man. <laughs> you did like you did like one through like you did like one through thirty. Yeah, man. And then you kind of just like you know then you were sporadic. Sporadic, and, and now you're not here. Work, but Ben, Sundays we can make it work. So uh, this this might be the main staple. You're you an OG PG, OG pod guy, OG pod guy, pod guy. Okay. Pod, OG pod guy. Yeah, uh, I like that. Yeah. OGP. And all of a sudden. It's <laughs> Switch, bro. It's Switch. And uh, I see your Instagram. You're going to the gym, and now you're just wearing a tank top now. That says that Grow Ohio <laughs> State on it. <laughs> that is uh, the bulk guys. <laughs> I didn't see the bulk uh, guys part. So yeah. Two weeks in the gym, and you're already wearing like a tank. Three weeks. And in it's the also gym. 30 also, degrees out. I wore a North Face. Okay. But that's fair. Hey, man. I just came from the gym. You got to talk work out. I, I'm, I'm right here. Bring the mic with you when you Bring the mic with me? Yeah. It's your friend. kind of just, yeah. Yeah, it's your friend. What's you. the what Zach and Mary? What, what the double Dutch rudder? You know, when he's just moving the. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Bring it with you. I'm all right. I'll, I'll, I'll bring you. it with you. Got you. Thanks, Jordan. Uh, yeah. So uh, Kyle and Warren, I don't know where they are, but they're not here. But that's you okay. You actually do know where they are. I at. do. I just like to give the illusion of I don't care. Okay. Yeah. No, Kyle's in Ann Arbor right now. At whore. I know. <laughs> and yeah, uh, she sucks. Warren. I don't know where I actually don't know where he's at. He just doesn't come on Sundays because it's the Lord's Day and it's a day of rest. I think Sabbath. It's the Sabbath. The Sabbath. It's the Sabbath. It which is, is the, the Lord's Sabbath. Day. Yes. Yep. Funny enough, I was actually at church today. I went to uh, Rock City Church today. Praise the Lord. I, I had to. I had to. Uh, I had to forgive, or had to uh, get yourself, get forgiven. my life, get your sins forgiven, get my sins forgiven after everything I, everything bad I said about the Blue Jackets this week. And everything to, you're bad, you're gonna say today. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go back. <laughs> I'm gonna have to go back tonight. Listen, <laughs> listen, folks. For, I'm gonna have to for go the folks who don't know. When, like, the podcast is done, what, twice a week? Yes, and for the it, most part. If you, anytime the Jackets lose a couple games, that's way too much time for Jordan to sit there <laughs> and think about his thoughts, because then he comes with some bold takes. I have some bold takes and today. this is going to be a fun take day. It's going mean, to be, yeah. not, they're not, the takes them. aren't, like, exciting, but, well, they're not, like, positive, but they're not, they don't lack excitement. Yeah, so... Those of you that listen to the podcast and have for a long time and follow me on Twitter, you you know that for the most part, I feel like I try to be positive about the team. Um, there's a lot of... Uh, I'll never forget your cam points take my, at the of the season. What, what, what was that? Do you How want many? me to say it? Yes, I do, actually. You said on this podcast, Cam would have 80 points. 80 points? He there's, has. There's a lot of hockey left. <laughs> yeah, right. there's, there's a lot of hockey left. That's all true. Right. You know, coming off his best season ever, yeah, and I get he had a massive help with Panarin on, on that first line, but I just assume that, you know, 
he would rise to the occasion. He'd rise out of his blue. Yeah, he, he would <laughs> rise out of his blue, as we are currently all being taught to do. And he's not really done that. But he has gotten better the past couple weeks. He is getting some goals. Uh, but yeah, 80 points, I don't think that's going to happen. Maybe, we, maybe he needs to stop rising out of his blue and start carrying the flag. Uh, he, should, yeah. he should march on while carrying the flag and battling on. And battling on. Yeah, that's what he should do. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, uh, just to touch on Cam. Uh, maybe he needs a bench for a game. Ooh. Remember every like every season that I remember, Cam getting benched for one game at least. He comes back with a chip on his shoulder and yes. a lot to prove. Okay, thank you. You are very worried about his. <laughs> well, no, he I always know, is worried about me talking to the mic. Like, <laughs> just, chill, man. Time, I'm no, just no, no, no. every time I look at the levels, it, it, like I see listen, my thing going from like you know listen, up to top. Here's just right. like a straight line. Here's, right. the, here's the thing you don't know, though. When him and I are together, the podcast works like 50% of the time. So he just knows that when I'm in the room, <laughs> it's there's already like a 50... There's like, already something going there's on. There's already something bad happening. Don't I get me it. started on our Hot Tub podcast that never that made it That was brutal. That yeah. was a two-hour podcast. Oh, my God. You sat in the Hot Tub for two hours and talked well, to the likes? for 30 minutes, and then we moved into the living room, and it was, just, it was a great <laughs> pod. It was a great was. summer pod. Yeah, That's awesome. And now it's I love to hear it. Never, nobody will ever get to hear that. Yeah, But it's... To touch back on that, Cam Atkinson. If you yes. bench him, he comes back on a tear. How, how about this? How about we bench the whole team for a game? <laughs> the whole team. Like we just don't go out there. We'll put. We'll bring up everybody from the A. Like, put him in. No, and no, then, no, no. Don't even go out. Don't even send a team out there. Like Torts literally says, he just walks you know out. What? The, I know you guys are going to lose tonight. I just know. So we're not going to play. <laughs> Old Torts. Uh, he might have done that. Are we going to leave? <laughs> are we going to leave Corpy in? Or no, don't do that to the t- actually do that to Elvis. Give it, yeah, give it Screw to Elvis. that dude right now. Elvis will get his first, uh, it'll go what shoot out and it'll just keep going endless because Elvis is going to finally play like his heart out. Is he though, really? I'm just, I'm just saying, okay. hypothetically, Elvis plays his heart out in the game where he's got nobody but him on Ooh, the ice. Fun fact. You know the zero. you know the SWAT guy that walks around the Jackets arena with Stinger? Yeah. With Stinger? Yeah, yeah. He's like the he is the fill in goalie. Oh, yeah, he is. He's the emergency goalie. Really? Yeah. That's crazy. So put him in. He should actually wear his SWAT gear when he's in there. That'd be hilarious. Yeah, I think that's that's all I would want to see. I didn't uh, know that. That's... Yeah, he's the... He he was my... um, he was the manager at the Chiller for a while, and he, he people always chirped him at work for being the SWAT guy, but also for being the back the, the emergency goalie. <laughs> hey, I mean that's well, a, I think that's, that's sweet. No, that's sweet. I mean, sweet I, I don't know emergency his name, goalie? and I know Scott Foster's name, so I hope one day I get to see that man dress yes. and then play because yeah. I've seen him a stinger all these years, and I'm like, I wonder what he does. Now like, you can't be. There's multiple SWAT guys. He's the guy that has red hair, so if you see him. Yeah, yeah, I know there's, what you mean. You know the guy that I'm talking about? Yeah. But there's multiple SWAT guys. There's, like, there's multiple like, SWAT guys. They switch there's, on and off games. Well, there was some guy, like one guy. I mean, I'm not trying to like, be disrespectful. He looked a little out of shape to be a backup goalie. So when you said that, I'm like, dude, is this guy like... That's the one. What? Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's the one I'm talking no. about. I got to All right, I gotta pay real close attention <laughs> next game. And I'm just going to go up to him and be like, hey. He's a really cool guy. He was I'm my sure manager he is. at the Chiller. He was hilarious, and he actually is a really good goalie to be the emergency goalie. No, you have to be amazing. I feel like in you the history of this franchise, we've never had to utilize that. No, yeah, I mean it's, it's rare for any team, really. It just but never happens. Scott Foster, yeah, yeah. Scott Foster, but to Scott know Foster. Foster. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Chicago right. hero. Yeah, but since our last podcast, uh, Jackets lost one nothing to the Penguins in a. Uh, I don't even know what I would call that game. It wasn't a hockey game. It wasn't Shit a hockey show. game. Uh, <laughs> and that was, I randomly, myself and Kyle, decided to go to that game in Pittsburgh. You did? Yeah. So it was about, You did drive yeah, to that game. I did. It was about 2 o'clock in the afternoon, and I was like, hey, Kyle, let's go to Pittsburgh for the game. And he's like, okay. And we, we drove and um, ended up in West Virginia for two Three minutes. Didn't know that was a thing. West Virginia has a little swoosh. It has a little swoosh. I didn't that expect you have it. to drive. I didn't the expect swoosh. it. I thought we took a wrong exit. I thought yeah. I'm like, why are we in West Virginia? But West Virginia woke up yeah. in the morning and gelled its hair. <laughs> it did. <laughs> and so it's got a little spike. It got a little spike. Yeah, we drove through the spike. And uh, surprisingly, I mean, before I get into that game, not that we need to dive too much into it beyond it was just don't know what it was. Yeah, shit show. Yeah. Uh, people of Pennsylvania and Pittsburgh, surprisingly nice people. Yeah, saw so uh, your tweet saying yeah, that the Pens so like, fans here. They were just very, yeah. Like, there, so they're like, nice. Yeah, in Go Pittsburgh. Ahead. Very nice people. 
they we were in the beer line and people you know they were like oh you guys come from columbus like where are you guys from you enjoying yourself like they were telling us what bars to go to after very nice people people I don't around even us that's the people here i know people don't like I know. Come to columbus i was very <laughs> taken back by it but then i just got to thinking like why do the ones that come to columbus suck so much it's not the ones that come to columbus they already live here they already live here they already live here and they just they're angry souls and they just want to watch the world burn so they wear crosby jersey to the schwide they wear Crosby jersey to the Schwide, and they they just pretend to be like Pittsburgh people because yeah. they just want to be they a want to sore be thumb in everybody's. Yeah. I would agree with that. Arse. I would agree. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it was. I was, anyways. Yeah, I was pleasantly surprised. I uh, drove three hours to the Pittsburgh game, and they didn't score one goal. So that's. I can't tell you what that feels like. Yeah, I think you can though. Didn't when you drove? Yeah, I was being sarcastic. Yeah, I figured you I were. I was being very sarcastic. I knew <laughs> you, exactly. You what drove that feels by like. yourself for ten, 10 hours, hours to Long Island. Long Island last year. Three was it three nothing? All for the clout. It was two nothing. Two nothing. It wasn't even worth the clout. To be honest, <laughs> it wasn't. Nothing's ever worth the. The clout. collie was cool though. Yeah. How'd you Clouds. like PPG? How'd you like PPG? I liked PPG. It was uh, it was spacious. Spacious. It was a lot of room. Okay. Yeah, a lot of room. I felt like the concourses were pretty big. Okay. Um, How does it compare to the Schwide? Yeah, I was just about to ask. The Schwide? I would say the Schwide is a little more compact, even like in the inner arena. If we're talking like actual like arenas. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, That's good when in the arena, I feel like as long as there's like good leg room, because you want the people to feel like they're on top of the ice. You you do. Like you want that old Montreal Forum feel, Chicago Stadium feel where they're like on top of you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. it was good. Like the end game experience, I would give in terms of like the entertainment aspect, not the actual hockey. I would give the notch to the Blue Jackets. I think Mike Todd is a fantastic Goat. arena host. Uh, I thought that the Pittsburgh Penguins end game experience with that type of stuff kind of felt flat. But at the same time, they're a great team. They don't need all that. They do not. They don't need all the gimmicks to get the fans in because the fans are already going to be there. Because they have eighty-seven and seventy-one. Exactly. Usually, <laughs> usually not right now. But yeah, no. It, overall, those guys. overall, I, I don't. I just. I'll <laughs> leave it at this. It was a good experience. Sucks that we didn't get a goal. And did yeah. it remind you of Nationwide at all? Like, did were there the arena? It did because it did it? It looked very layout wise. It's kind of very not like the concourses, but like the actual arena aspect of it. I looked feel like kind of the same. I'm not trying to be a dick here, but I yeah. feel like that's how all arenas look. No, most there's, there's a lot of different ones. I know there's a lot of different yeah. ones, but most very, arenas have that. Mm-hmm. There's levels and then oh, there's yeah, the ice. I get that. I, I don't yeah. know. Maybe I'm not thinking as deep into it as you are. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. Like the concourse very, area. Like I remember reading something at the beginning of the year because we played there like second game of the season. I remember seeing an article about the. So I don't know what writer, but they wrote a story about how when they designed PPG Paints Arena, they had used Nationwide Arena as like a heavy. Like I could see that influence for it. I Makes honestly sense. could see that it was there was all the sight lines. Like say if you're walking through the concourse, they didn't like block your sight lines. Yeah, you like can they, still see. You can still see down. things, which is very similar to what Nationwide is. Like mm-hmm. you can actually see the action, even though you're maybe have to go to the bathroom really quick. You can come out and when you're waiting to go back down your aisle, you still see the action because it's all open. Did they have a lot of exp- exposed brick, like that red no. clay brick? They didn't. Okay, I didn't see any brick. That's kind of a staple at Nationwide. It is. is that no, brick? it was very just like. I mean, it's co- almost reminded me of like maybe the shot in a way. Okay, okay. it was more like modernized. Sure. Yeah, yeah, like, concrete. Yeah, not to say that nationwide's not, but like nationwide's going for that older style look. I feel yeah. like yeah, yeah, that retro. Nice. Yeah. Either way, uh, shit game. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> lost lost no T on a crap goal. You hate to see it. Had like nineteen shots. OG on oh, goal. Yeah. yeah, it was. And Jerry, props to Jerry, man. He's been playing out of his mind lately. I try to get under some pens. I hate Jerry. Fans. Oh, I do too. I absolutely hate him no, too. I hate but, him. Uh, I like how we put a hat trick up on Jerry in our house. Yeah. Yeah. That was, was pretty there. nice. That was nice. I was just like, we did it. That was pretty cool. <laughs> we freaking did it. <laughs> we did it. <laughs> we did it. <laughs> Jerry. Uh, then, uh, but then he got shut out on us. So it's kind of like it kind of evened out, right? Yeah. Nah, hat trick's worse. I, I imagine three goals, one guy. But you can even I mean, still well, win I with actually, a hat I trick. can't imagine that. Well, let's go ahead and declare. go. Let's go ahead and go into that. So, right. Jackets. A couple of days after the Pens game, we go over to uh, Ottawa. We play go. the Sins. Wait, 
Oh, I'm sorry. I thought yesterday. we were way backtracking. Yeah, yeah. No, we no, did. We yesterday. played the Sens. Yeah. Literally yesterday. Sorry. Uh, yeah, no, enough. You, you want to forget about Well, that I game. haven't done a podcast in like two, two or three weeks. I know, so, like, I have a lot of games. I have been slacking. Yeah. It's been a busy football season. That's fair. I have to, I have to give myself a little break. Uh, but yeah, so Jackets fall in overtime. What was it, 4 3 to the Senators? Yeah. 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 And uh, of course. Pretty. We it wouldn't happen any other way, but Anthony Duclair gets a hat trick. Yeah, just to you know, insults to injury for the Blue Jackets, and 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 that kind of brings me to this point here. And I tweeted this out on my personal he's account. He's had a good year. He has. He's at he 18 has. goals. He has. So uh, no, a lot more than any of us fine. have. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, it is. He'd be, lead, he'd be leading our team if he played with us. So yeah. Oh but. yeah. Well, but, uh, who knows if he'd be scoring if he played for our yeah. team because that's something we can't seem to do, Ottawa's even with hot sticks. Ottawa's been a good team, and they got Jean-Gabriel Pajot on the second line, too. Ron Hainsey, a former Blue Jacket. Yeah. Our, there was one. Was, yeah, so uh, Declare, he got a goal. I think it was maybe the first goal of the yeah, game. Yeah, he got the first. Hainsey and, and, uh, and Amisimov got the assist yep. on the goal. So it was basically Blue Jackets, Jackets getting the goal, former all former Blue Jackets. but A lot of people won't remember Ron Hainsey, though. No, they won't. That's probably like what mid two thousands, like yeah, two thousand five. That was a while ago. Yeah, I can't believe there. he's been around that long. To I, be quite I honest, I didn't know he was still in the league until I saw his uh, name pop up. He's a staple. Yeah, but uh, no, I say all of that to kind of say, and I tweet this out on my personal account. So Wait, you have Twitter? I do. Yeah. So Blue Jackets, they lost to Panarin. Yep. Uh, they lost to Bobrovsky in a yep. absolutely terrible game. We looked very lethargic during that game, and then they give up. You know. A hat trick to Anthony Duclair, all within about a, what about two weeks span, maybe a week and a half yeah, span. They, and I just kind of said on my personal account, I said this team doesn't care. Changed I, my mind. I can't change your mind because I, I mean, I can say they care, yeah. but not to the level of how much they should care because yeah. it's not at that level. Yeah, However, like going back to the whole Duclair thing, I tweeted this out on my personal account. Um, you have Twitter too. I do. <laughs> It's crazy, crazy. Do you? <laughs> yes. Oh, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> anyway, guys. I I said it wouldn't hurt as bad, or it doesn't hurt as bad for Duclair scoring the hat trick. Yeah, he was a former Jacket, but he also has been on five teams in six years. In the he league. has, so it doesn't really that doesn't really hurt. Like you know what? He's finally found somewhere good for the guy. Yeah, and. Uh, I think the whole reason for him leaving, I didn't, and Bob got suspended that one game or whatever it was. Wasn't that him? Like, didn't those two have an altercation? I feel like he might have been a little know. toxic I think to the it was locker room. I think I, I don't know. I'm just saying. I that's the whole. I don't it was think never he was, really came out and said. It was, I think I don't think it was toxic with the locker room. I think it was more toxic with Torts, but not in a sense where like they like argued. It was in the sense where Torts was trying to coach him, but like Anthony wasn't at a point where he was like receiving. Yeah, towards his coaching well, right, and then he became a valuable asset because of his speed and because of the he, you know it was a circu- it was just yeah, like some, yeah, it's some nice circumstantial. Yeah, it just it happened. was a trade value. It was. And we absolutely. used that to well, buy absolutely. into last year. And yeah, I don't think there was any like I don't necessarily think there was any bad blood between any of any of it. I think it was just like all right, just we're just trying to add some yeah. depth to this team, and it's just it's work it it works out that we can send Anthony to declare over to the Senators. Yeah, um, yeah. but no. It, yeah, it just kind of sucks that uh, I feel like the Blue Jackets, when they need to rise up to the occasion where where the fans put a lot of a lot of hype around certain games, example Panarin, example Bobrovsky, and it just seems like every time that we we go into a situation like that, this team this year just comes out flat, and it's the same story after every game and in the locker room. Oh, you know, we just we just didn't have it. We got outplayed. We got out man. Well, well, when are when are we going to stop with those type of excuses and actually just sit there and be like, what? What the hell is wrong with us? Why don't we come out on a better footing? Why don't we start the game better than we have in the past? And right. I just don't understand why these guys have the same excuses, the same you know, the same quotes after every game. That it's it's just uh, we're repeating the same shit every game. And I think they had a team meeting after one game recently. Where it was we, after Pittsburgh. It was after Pittsburgh. Closed door meeting. Closed door team meeting. Like okay, well, that obviously didn't help because usual. they literally came out of the center's game. looked like shit the first two periods. Yeah. The third period looked okay. But this team is just, there's something not there right now. We've got to play 60 minutes of hockey. We have we to. We're not. And we not. we're not doing that. And this whole season... On this podcast, I don't have Kyle here to give me shit or anything or Warren, but I will say that I ha- I bought into this team at the beginning of the year. I bought into what Yarmer was selling. 
I I believe that you know, I know we lost the big three. Okay. Um, yeah. but I bought into the hype around Bimstrom. I bought into the hype around Texier. Which hey, we we saw Texier get two goals last Bimstrom's, game. he came in his own, but he's he got got also hurt, hurt yeah. too. I know that. So, um, I bought into the hype around you know this team not really going to be skipping a beat this year because we the front the office press, yeah. put full confidence into the fan base that we're fine. Yeah. Everything's fine. This is all great. And I think that's the biggest sales pitch that I just, I kind of fell for. And now I am fully retracting every statement that I have made on this podcast this year. I'm pulling the plug on this team. This team is not good. This team will not amount to anything this season. We're going to finish probably 25th to 30th in the league. And I think Yarmo pulled one over on us. And this team needs to start thinking for its future in terms of either making a trade in the next couple, you know, making a trade this season to maybe get picks, to maybe get uh, pieces that can help us in the future. But this team currently on this ice is not it. And it's time to try to, I don't know about blowing it up, but we certainly need to do something because we ain't going anywhere anytime soon with the players on this team. Agreed. Uh, it's all right. But now it's time to talk you off that ledge. Talk me off. Because uh, there's not a lot of reasons to talk you off, and I don't disagree with mostly anything that you said. However, what other choices do we have than to continue to root for this team? Continue to support the front office and their decision making. We're not. Well, hang on, hang on. We're not saying we're not going to support well, the not, team. Yeah, I'm supporting it. I we're was just. Still, I'm still we, coming back to our this. expectations are now. Yeah. Okay. They were here. For those of you listening, they are high, and now they are below yeah. the line of anything that we've seen in the last three years with all the recent success we've gained. I feel it's like, like we did three steps forward, ten steps back yeah. after what happened last season going into the off season, how we handled it. And here we are back to where we were, what, five, six years ago when I'm just saying secondary market tickets are like cheaper, $10. Than, a, cheaper than a beer <laughs> yeah. at Nationwide yeah. Arena. Secondary market tickets. You know hey, what that means? Below the beer the line. You never want to be below the beer line. You don't want to be below the beer Also, a beer update, uh, the PPG Center, Pittsburgh, thirteen fifty for a tall boy. So we have it a little cheaper at Nationwide. Their beer line's a little bit higher. <laughs> and they no, you'd be surprised. I got tickets five rows up at PPG for forty dollars a piece. Okay, but that's still above Holy the cow. beer line. It though. is. It is above the beer line. Why didn't you tell me? I I'm sorry. Gone. It was just. I know. Very it's cool. Last it's, it's so cool. I get it, man. Hey, we, we can't wait to figure out how much they are in Vegas. That's going to be exciting. That those tickets also above the beer line. Those tickets are ten beers. Um, <laughs> but here's here's Not what quite. I'm trying to. I, I understand where you guys are coming from. I actually probably going to end up agreeing with you. I'm trying to talk you off the ledge, but it seems like you're kind of talking me onto the ledge. So, but here's what I'm going to say. I first of all, I get where you guys are coming from. You guys are fed up with the way things have been going. Yeah. And because of that, you guys want to change, and change doesn't happen unless people are fed up. So, and that's a good that that role is okay to assume. And I'm not trying to talk you guys off that ledge. I'm trying to talk you off the ledge of giving up on the season. Because I think there's a lot, like you said, I don't know whether we were on air when you said this or not already, but you said a lot of hockey left. Like a lot there's of games. A lot of hockey left. A lot yeah. of games to be played. And the only thing that discourages me right now is the injuries. We yeah. have so many dudes out. I mean, we like When is Dubinsky slated to return? Speaking dude, of injuries, I I I feel like, you know what, having him on the ice to just kind of be that guy where Yeah, hey, hey, I'm back motherfuckers, here we go. Yeah, I honestly he's one of those situations where it's just like it's kind of hopeless it seems like. Yeah. You know, just because like I won't believe it till I see it kind of thing. Oh, for sure. But he, I mean, we got Zach Wawrenski IR, yeah. Marcus Nudavara, IR. Those are two really good offensive weapons. In the defense. On in the, the defensive yep. side that have been really feeding our offense. You, you okay over there? Cole Sherwood <laughs> on the IR. There's three guys on the IR. Emil Bemstrom out six to eight weeks. Yeah, it's, it's Sonny Milano and Josh Anderson both went out yesterday with an upper body injury. And, like, those are some of our best offensive weapons. Absolutely. We and so, like, it's brutal. But yeah, I the mean, one thing that Milano I will and say, Anderson didn't go out till yesterday. That's what I'm saying. So like now, I'm saying for the future, as far as like not giving up on this team, it's already looking scary. So there's a hole in my argument. But let me let me dig back up. Let me dig you back out of this. Okay. Everybody wants to bring up the St. Louis Blues, 
and you're gonna continue to hear that. No, you're gonna I, hear it from. I have I have brought up that before on this you're, podcast. You're gonna hear it from guys that are in the media. You're gonna hear it from Bob McGilligan. You're gonna hear it from Jody Shelley. They're gonna be hammering the fact that the Blues did it last year. I don't think it's a lack of faith and a lack of smarts amongst the front office and coaching. I think it's a lack of effort from the players, man. I mean, they literally go out there and it's just. There's no, and that's why, like, I like to see like Josh Anderson scrap yesterday. I like to see Nick Felino getting a scrap. Like, I like to see those guys throwing the gloves. You know that ju- that juices the team up. And Absolutely, I think, it, gets the, it honestly, gets everybody going, until, not just the team. It un- gets the whole crowd, the people everything. watching at home. They get excited until oh, we yeah, get a I, three I forgot, or four I game win streak. How to react to fights. Un- until we get some wins strung up in a row, I want to see the fight every night. I yeah. w- I agree with that hundred percent. You got to have somebody go out there and say, hey. If we're in our barn, we're at the Schwide, and we're getting fucking toasted, somebody's got to step up say, and turn this thing to Schwedo. <laughs> somebody's got to turn it to Schwedo. Somebody's got to get some Schwedo. Yeah. What's Swedge? Is that the same thing? Swedge, Schwedo, Swejo, anything. We just got to get it's, it going. I like yeah, it. I just, All right. One of the biggest issues that I kind of see with this team is beyond the, you know, the the lackluster play that we see every single game, it seems like, is... When we lost Panarin, you know, we, we lost, what, 75 points probably a season? 83. 83, you know, somewhere well, I mean, around that's there. what he had last season. Yeah, 82, so, okay. 83. Yeah, it's so a franchise record Around for there, us. yeah. So can we do a fact check, please? And to me, I mean, that yeah, that that hurts. But I felt like between Texier and Bimstrom and so maybe Robinson, sure, would, you know, we could all, we collectively, we could get back to the, get that number between right. those guys. But the problem with, potentially trying to get those numbers with those guys is is now we don't have our veterans getting numbers at all we don't have we don't have guys that were scoring goals last year we're missing josh anderson had like 27 goals last year he has one right now yeah that's, nick uh, felino he's not scoring anything cam atkinson's just now tr- he's, getting yeah, going he's got it took him on the ground took him till december to try to you know actually get going um, I mean, the only kind of bright spot I'm seeing right now is maybe Bjorkstrand. I mean, the puck seems to find him. But for the most part, we're not seeing veteran guys that had these goals, had all these numbers last year, contributing to this team in the way they did last year. It's almost like when Artemi Panarin left, so did the confidence of these t- of these guys. I, yeah. I disagree with it, that statement uh, I, only because no. it's not – don't just look at the points that Panarin brought to the team. Don't look at the points that Duchesne brought to the team. And I don't, don't look at the effort that Bob has in that. I, I think Corpy's doing a good job there. Oh, that's Corpy's a, doing that's great. A, that's a song for another time. But uh, you got to look at the hustle plays, the grit that Panarin Duchesne had because they were going, say there's a dump in and we needed to get the quick change. And they knew Panarin look over. He'd be down there forechecking which we don't have players that do that right now that step up no. and take control of that game. We don't have any we just don't have anybody in the game that's a game manager yeah. that has that type of thing. Now, I'm just saying there's people with potential to do that on this team. There absolutely is, but they haven't found it. Yeah. We lo- those X factors that we lost. That's that's really what hurts. It's the hustle, not just the scoring because you can play defense and defense win championships. So you can have one goal a game if you're shutting everybody out. Mm. Not the case. But that X factor, that hustle that we had, it's just not there because there's nobody there to step up to that challenge and yeah, you say and, uh, I'm I'm the I, new guy, dude. I 100 percent agree with that. And I and, the, and the, here's another way to look at it is we lose for the most part. I'm gonna say we just lost Panarin because Deshane was here for a month. Bob's playing like shit right now in Florida, so I mean. Okay. I mean, to me, we lost Panarin. But here's he was, my thought. Yeah. He was the guy. He was, I mean, he he was, was the guy. Panarin. So you, so, you so, had two years of offense where he was the heartbeat of the offense. Yeah. Like it was like having Patrick Mahomes at quarterback. You take him out of quarterback, your offense is completely yeah. in shambles. And it's almost like and you have to figure losing out how to play him, without that. Obviously, Absolutely. exactly. We have we have to figure out how to play without that. And my biggest frustration with this team is is we're 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 down him. Yes. But now we're giving an opportunity to people to seize an opportunity to actually take over those minutes 
and try to be that guy. I know it's hard to be that guy, but you're but we're giving an opportunity to young guys. We're giving an opportunity. We're giving more ice time to players that wouldn't have got it with the Panarin and Duchesne yeah. in our lineup. So why are why are guys not rising up to the occasion to to even attempt to try to be this guy? I mean, our, it's just, we're falling but, flat everywhere we look, and now, these, these players this is something I don't want to say aren't doing anything. I, like I said, I think they have the potential. So, but what if they don't? That's kind of what I will say. Honestly, that's I, what I'm. I, I said my that, mind is. I, I, gone. I'm, I'm, I'm the optimist here. I'm going to say, you know, they have the potential, but what if they don't? Well, let me say something Sorry. on guys like Panarin because he is just he is a different level of elite in terms of the space that other teams give him because of how good. Like he is so good with the puck. When you watch him with the puck, there's guys playing f- five feet off of him because they know. He's gonna do something with it if you attack. Like he he knows how he is. There's not a better passer in the NHL than Artemi Panarin. I like, agree. Like there's His nobody that's are... that's better than him at that. So yeah. that is an extreme value that you don't see a whole a whole lot in players. I'd say one guy that has shown that, not to the same level, but a guy that has shown that this year is Sonny Milano. The way that he moves the puck and creates his own offense has been very beneficial for the Jackets, but he's not—he's not that guy that can be Panarin because no. he can't skate that well. So you—you have—you have to find other ways to win. And and I think for me, the reason why I want to see a fight every night is because I want to see this team have a little more sandpaper finish to them, where they're like, they're just going hard on the boards and hard on the forecheck. The effort. I haven't there. watched a yeah. game. Where we've just like dummied the team on the forecheck, like we used to, like yeah. just be absolutely monsters on the glass. Teams used to yeah. hate playing against us, even when we weren't that great of a team. Like it seemed like teams always used to hate playing against us because we had that blue we collar mentality where we played always. you hard. We were going to be up your ass the entire time, right and up. We it. Were, like we right were up, it. right up, right up. It. Like like David Savard <laughs> taking the puck right up his butt the other game. <laughs> we were we were, right we were that far up teams' butts. Yeah, and it, that's why there always was scrap. I think that's why Pittsburgh hated us. Or maybe hated us. I don't really know if there's a rivalry there, judging by when I was in Pittsburgh. They hated how about, how about the intensity? No, no. How about the no, uh, tension care. in the arena when we played Pittsburgh? Yeah. Is that fair? Yeah. yeah. Fair. But the players, the players did not like they playing didn't like, us. No, it's no, true. They, they did not. Like they they didn't like said we yeah. don't like playing Columbus. Yeah. A lot of teams said that. Yeah. Yeah, we yeah. are. We are, yeah, to we what you're saying. We would lead in hits every night. Yeah. Like every night you'd look up at the hits and we'd be like doubling teams. You would see that at games. I remember there was this one game six years ago. Yeah. We weren't that great. I think that was the year we went to play Pittsburgh the first time okay. in the playoffs. But uh, I ended up moving down to the glass, and there was a picture. Not a big deal. Uh, not a big deal. And uh, there was a picture that we got. You know, we were on watching it on TV. There's a huge hit right in front of us. Me and my buddy got out of our seats, and we were just, like, electric. It was right in front yeah. of us. And uh, that was six years ago. I haven't yeah. seen anything so, like, really so like that. Is sense. it can we fault maybe the progression or regression of that to the way Yarmo's building the team? No, because no, 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 no. That it seems as though that we don't have those as many of those guys anymore. The so league's like, cha- the league's changed. I understand years, the league so is. I get I, the league is, and changing. he's just going around that because yeah. okay, what happens when I kill myself for saying this? Fights, you don't fight anymore in the in yeah. the league. What happens when that happens? Our team's already built around that. So I'm just saying he might be planning for the future, and that part of the game is not as prominent as it used to be. So I'm not worried about that because the we do, we need to go back to it. But there's we, still a yeah. fight almost every night in the NHL. Yeah, yeah. And we just that we, can well, we have one every away. ten games. Maybe Period. is that a fair fair for guess? What would you say I for think, us? Yeah, for us maybe a fight every ten games. Maybe yeah, it's maybe. felt I like, like that it's a stretch. Yeah, but you need you need to come in with that edge. You just need you that sandpaper. The edge physical edge. I, I'm not saying take the physicality out of it. Right. But no, I'm agreeing with you. Yeah, the okay, jackets okay. need to come in and they need to be like, I don't know whether they got to start listening to some like Ted Nugent before the game or <laughs> something. Enter Sandman. Every Ent- time just enter Sandman. Like anything, man. Something I mean, to yeah. one of my buddies. He, he played like junior high, that type of thing. He said him and his buddy listen like grunge rock, like Nirvana and shit. And they'd be on the D line pair, and they'd just be like, "Hey, which one are we going after <laughs> yeah, tonight?" Dude. Like, that's what I want. That's, that's exactly. What I love. I'm like, people the, have that mindset back the in the name. day. Shout know, out Connor. I know the game is changing, and I get that. But damn, like, we can't lose sight of that completely. No, you know what no, I mean? Of course, it's, it's like, uh, and I just what's a good. I can't think of a good analogy. And I'm to the point right now in this season where 
the whole loyalty shtick, like, I don't give a crap about loyalty right now if nobody on this team actually wants to come out and play hockey for yeah. this team. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, what I'm watching, there's is this so lethargic. They're going through the motions. There's just nothing. It just seems as though the confidence left when Panarin left. And that's that's where I'm going to put it. And at. that's what that's what bothers me about the marketing campaign. And that's like... Not to rag on them because they do a great job, and I love. I love they, they, they tried. They, they tried. tried. They tried, but like it's sending the wrong message. It's yeah. sending the we just had the best season in franchise history, but they the way the marketing sounds is out of our blue, which is like out of the depressing off season yeah. we had. No, don't 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 build that narrative. Build the narrative of we keep going. Yeah. Be. A franchise that is bigger than the players that oh, you yeah, have. No, it, it Instead, almost feels they chose like, yeah. to be a franchise to do a marketing campaign that is centered around the players that we don't have anymore, which is sad, which right, is gross. Yeah. And I just, yeah, it's you like know a, what would have been like great. an ex girlfriend that, you know, is just hanging on or, you know, it's just, it's, but uh, yeah. you, you know what I would compare that to? Like you just said, like keep going. Remember, uh, you guys ever watch Rocky Balboa, like the one where he's like 70 years old? And oh, like Rocky. Yeah, when he's talking one, to yeah. yeah the newer, well, not like seven, but you know, he, like 2006 With or something. Son, yeah. yeah, he's talking to his son about life and how it beats you down, but you got to like get up, fight it, keep going. I don't yeah. know what he's, you know, but that's kind of that's what I wish they would have just played for us. Yeah, like hey guys, this is just look at this, and yeah. then it would have been better than yeah. I what think they have either right now. either yeah. loved it or you hated it, and as the season goes on, I I more so see what your point, Hayden, and that it's just. It's like that woe is me mentality. Oh, yeah, you know, like this. we just had the best yeah. season in franchise history, like postseason wise. And like you're coming out of this like out of our blue. Like, no, like don't like we're the still the same team. We still yeah. have 95 percent of the guys are still back. They we still wear that crest. We still are supposed to be that blue collared mid market team. Like, why are you being like all wishy washy about it? And I don't know. I mean, I get it like. I've I've grown up, gone to school with the new generation of people that are trying to market the team. So I get what they're thinking, like try to capture the biggest topic. But you also have to do something that's going to foster a good culture. And I'm not saying that the players like strictly go off of the marketing team and what they're doing. But just when you build that narrative around the team, that's going to affect the players. That is going to affect the players. That's going to, you know what I mean? Like, Yeah, yeah absolutely. It's almost like, I mean, in a roundabout way, it could be almost a... A middle finger to what those players did it is. to last year. Of course, it's a middle finger. Yeah. It's saying like, and that's, I'd find that pretty disrespectful yeah. as a player. Yeah, I'm just like, mm. oh, okay, that's what we're doing. Cool. I mean, and it's not meant to be that. Like, no, it's, it's not, not like it's the not te- it's not like they're trying right. to do that. But like, I know that they had very good. Intentions you can interpret with it, it that way, though. Yeah. But the in- the interpretation is, it's still out there for a lot of people, <laughs> and. It's just, yeah, I don't know. It was like it's the beginning of the season when, when Tort said, I thought we were supposed to suck this year. He said that because yeah, that's we, the we, culture that the team was building. That's a culture with yeah. like the marketing. I'm not blaming them. I, Like I said, I think they do a good job, and I think they're very bright people. But I just think the narrative that the fans build around the team, not even the fans, but just the narrative that's we all, built around the team we is all, I feel like at the beginning of the season, we all bought into it. Yeah. We all did, I feel like, for the we most part. We bought into hype. And then we bought into the hype of once loyalty, it kind of sat in with it, stuff, once it kind of like, sank in, like, I, you know how we're just talking about it now. Here we are in December, and now we're questioning the rise out of our blue. Like, once it sank in, you realize what kind of narrative it was, and it just doesn't make sense to the culture we've gained, uh, became as a Columbus hockey yeah. team. Yeah, because, I mean, you get... Yeah, coming off of the most successful season we've had. And also, I would say the most successful stretch in franchise history yeah. in terms of like the past four or five years. Uh-huh. Where like we are, we are, co- we, we've been coming out of our blue, actually. Yeah. You know, we have been rising and we just freaking rose past, you know, the, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah By so. making that marketing compa- campaign, you're basically saying it was because of those guys. Now, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like no, that's, that's exactly saying. the marketing. You couldn't have said that any better. Is influenced by the off-season movement of free agents, which yeah. is dumb. It's yeah. a dumb to make it about like negative. You're going to make it about know? people who aren't even here anymore. Yeah, like yeah. even like the the calves, like who know they're going to be trash garbage. <laughs> like still have campaigns like fight. You know what I mean? Like something <laughs> simple like that. Like I don't even Rise know what up. it is. Like yeah. don't don't make you know I don't know. If, um, if your if your slogan has semicolons in it, don't make the slogan. <laughs> yeah, uh, I will say this, and I have 
I'm not hitting a panic button. I did not hit the panic button. I think there's a difference between the panic button and pulling the plug. Yeah. I think a panic button is when your team is on paper supposed to be really good and you're completely falling short of expectation. Uh-huh. Uh, and I think on paper our team is actually not that good at this particular time. I think that there's a lot of overhype around certain guys. And so I'm not hitting the panic yeah, button. There's no results. I agree. I'm simply just pulling the plug on the season. I say, let's try again next year. I don't think it needs to be a rebuild. I think it needs to be, you know, we got to really sit down, evaluate the talent that we do have. For the love of God, it's time. The Winberg experiment, it's got to be done. I'm, again, it's, it's still, gotta, he's there's a go. lot of hockey left. So I get that. I, I'm not pulling go. the plug on the season. There's a couple other guys that got to go. We got to somehow, if it, it might take some trades to, to get a spark under this team. And it, I think it's too late in the season now to try to get that spark, but it might take some trades to wake up the Are team. Are you going to give your trade suggestion that you suggested off-air, or are we going to keep that off-air? No, I, I did not say we should bring him in. I was thinking if we were to bring no, him in. No, not bring him in, but put him out is more was the guy I was saying. Oh, no, we won't talk about okay, that. Okay, good, good. Yeah. Good call. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's, uh, let's get social and answer some questions. Uh, we have quite a bit from uh, Twitter. Uh, this one's from Michael James. He says, knowing how close the organization is, do you think anyone is in the hot seat with a possibility of getting relinquished or their uh, of their duties? Um, basically saying, if someone were to get duties. fired first, who's it going to be? Uh, um, are we to the point of somebody getting fired? I don't think no. so. Yeah. No. I don't think so either. I think towards... Hey, that, that's, that's the panic button yeah. we just we've talked seen, about. We've seen quite a few coaches lose their jobs, lose their duties this year. For a host of reasons, really. But uh, I don't think Tortorella's on the hot seat yet. I think he definitely... I think he's going to be here for a couple more years, I feel like. Yeah, we've done a lot, um, you know. We're, we're a young He's team, the most successful so, yeah. coach in franchise history. It and depends I get, on where we end up at the end of this year. Yeah, You think? It does. I, it depends on where we end up. I'm not saying he could lose his job in the offseason, but where we end up at the end of this year will feed into, like the narrative that's going into next year. Because if we end up like this year, like because things are going to happen. This team that we see now is going to look different by the time March comes around. We always do. Pieces are going to be... It always happens, even for the good teams. The team looks exactly. better yeah. near the end of the year. So depending on how that team is playing in the new year, or like I guess after you know the All-Star break or whatever, depending on how that team plays going into the end of the season, if we do miraculously make a postseason run or we do end up like close... That will help Torts's. Um, that will help Torts going into next year. If, Absolutely. If we continue to suck at the rate that we suck and end up bottom three in the standings, please don't. That's that's gonna that. put Torts. That's gonna make the seat a little warmer. It's for sure gonna make it warmer. Does it make Yarmo's seat warmer? Because it's his team, technically. Theoretically, I mean, not even theoretically. It's actually I, his I, team. Can I? I just think with all the young guys that we have just coming up, again emphasizing yeah. young yeah. uh there's a lot of time for them to still develop there into you know what we hope so you know i i have confidence in yarmo i have confidence in torts uh again i have I, confidence in this team it's just we're not doing what we need to do so i don't i don't think right now no nobody's in the hot seat nobody should be worried about what's coming up this off season our players are still young developing and uh yeah all right, this one's from uh, Jay Rick. He says, if this season were a food, what type of food would it be? This season would be a middle school basketball game concession hot dog. Like Honestly, ooh. though, I mean, like, <laughs> like you're buying it. You know that it's cheap. You know that you kind of know what you're getting. You know there could be some plus side, but you're taking a bite of it, and it's exactly what you expect it to be. This which is this, rubbery and gross. <laughs> but I always went for the nachos at high school games. You can never fail. Che chips we and cheese. And you can't. You can't. You can't. <laughs> you know. You can't lose. Uh, if this isn't where food, I would say that it is uh, Skyline Chili Dog. When oh, you take dude, when come you on. no when you take that first bite, it's delicious and you love it. But when you sit on the toilet, it's pure shit. But That's isn't the whole every, narrative? Is it every <laughs> food? Narrative summed wait, up. wait, isn't every food pure shit when it comes out? Okay, well, explosive 
Never mind. I want to die. I just broke I Ben's wanna, mind. Ben's like thinking dive. about it. He's like, he's so right. It all is pure it. shit when it comes out. <laughs> I'm just saying. It's, <laughs> how about when it comes out, it's not pretty. We'll just say that. How, how about when it comes out, it's not pure shit. You wish it was pure shit, but it's actually <laughs> way worse. I don't know. That's what I'm going with. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm also with lactose intolerant, so that doesn't help on all that cheese on there. This this one's gonna have a weird. Uh, no, it's a good. It. I, I think it's kind of like Taco Bell, but like the drive-through at Taco Bell. You're waiting there forever for something to happen, and then you get your hopes up. Especially the waiting longer. Pickerington Taco Bell takes 45 Jeez, minutes for that's, three cars. That's my yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, okay, so Pickerington Taco Bell, hot seat. <laughs> <laughs> that's my hot seat. Um, no, but I I just think waiting so long you're getting there let's just call it not just taco bell but like bad fast food service anything like that yeah because we're waiting we're waiting we're waiting no results and ultimately we're disappointed because we waited so long and the meal's not fucking it's fast food it's not something home cooked it's not something you pay you know 50 dollars for at a steakhouse it's just eh. you know what i mean so that's that's where i feel with that yeah, that, that's honestly true. I mean, you've we've been waiting, we've been waiting, and granted, still a lot of hockey left. So like, that's yeah. where it's like, are we gonna still? Continue they might to be give you that extra spicy season? nug at Wendy's. Yeah. And we know Yarmo <laughs> is a guy that makes moves. He's aggressive, and I think he's going to be aggressive. I think he's being aggressive right now in trade talks for big name guys. <coughs> Taylor Hall, not a big deal. Do <coughs> uh, so we even go down that road because? What's if, wrong with Halsey? We're not getting him. No, no. If we're we, not getting him. I like him. I know. I'm just, I like Unless him we too. give up something I nice. like him, too. And I talked about it on the podcast a couple weeks ago. I'm saying we there's no guarantee he resigns unless we actually make the contract like contingent on he resigns. You know what I mean? Like it, that, it, Maybe it's doable, but... I, I mean... If we, he's... Not, he's is this, this is the last year of his contract with the Devils, right? Yeah. So he's a free agent. Mm-hmm. So we're going to give up we Picks, have cap space. Assists. We're not going to go all in on this year. Yeah, but I do, think, I, I, think, I do think I do think is. Do you have a lot is, of cap space? What, what I think is Yarmo's we a, don't Yarmo's do just a guy what we did last year at the trade deadline. We don't bring in no, or not the deadline, but I, I don't think we go out and bring in marquee names like Matt Duchesne, um, and then all of a sudden at the end of the year they leave just because they didn't want to be here or they've always wanted to be somewhere else and they've had that option. I think uh, we ride it out with this team, and then we make our moves in the off season. That way, we know what we have going in the off season. There's no surprises. You know, everybody is bought in. I mean, I, I don't want to say bought in, but we were all, you know, Panarin stays, Duchesne stays. We were a, a contender for the cup for years to come, and then they're, they're both gone. So I, I think we just wait till the off season to make those moves, and we don't we don't bring any marquee yeah. unless they're here for a long time and they come out and say they're here for a long time. Not Jeff Carter. I don't want to be here, and then he leaves. And yeah, no we're gonna have a lot of money to sign players. Do you Big want time. me to lead you? Do you want me to name the guys that are UFAs? Yes. Just say the names. Peace. I wish Winberg was. Uh, no chance that I that that this guy happens. But I'm just saying, Miku Rantanen, shit, UFA. Yeah. Yep. Nicholas Backstrom, old guy. It'd be nice to have at center. Yeah. Alex we, we Petrangelo. Add something to the blue line, you know, strengthen that up a little bit. I think our blue line's fine. Uh, We're just hurt. Taylor Hall, we've already said him. Yep. Dujan Hopkins, eh. I'm not high on him I, right now. I don't care for him that much. Michael Granlin, yeah. Ryan Callahan, Tyson Barry. Callahan's old. Barry? Oh, really? Barry? Tori Krug, Mike Hoffman. Mike Hoffman. That's Alex Galchenyuk. Okay. I mean, I, I, we're now we're digging here. Yeah, we're we're we're, we're getting a little Chris Kreider. <laughs> And we're getting a, steep on these yeah, are just players these that these are steep. These are role players. Jake Muzzin, F- fuck that guy. Ron <laughs> Hainsey, Ron Hainsey, welcome back. I think uh, what nah, the, 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 the approach of what Yarmo should do if we want to go after Hall is wait for is wait until the season's over because we're gonna have so much cap space. We might have to overpay because nobody seems to want to sign in Columbus, big names, which sucks. But uh, we're gonna have so much cap space, so I mean, that I mean that is optimistic. He made know? his his cap hit is projected at six million a year. I think he could, I think he should get a lot more than that. Though. Yeah, whose is that? I mean, Taylor Hall. We can give him a lot. Oh yeah, we can give him a lot. We I mean, get, we, we could have an offer entertained for Hall. That'd be. I mean, would you I'm give up ten for Hall? 
Let's Would see you what he give does up ten a year uh, for Hall? Is I feel he like that good? Like, how I, feel like, go uh, that. I feel like he's more of the Duchesne numbers, man. Like maybe eight, so eight and a half. Eight is the max. I mean, if 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 we are absolutely gonna buy in on next, teams season, are gonna overpay for him. They are. Yeah. Because well, let's see yeah. how he performs this year. You know, it's a contract I would, year. With all so. the cap space we do have, I would. Yeah, I feel like nine. Nine I, is probably my max for Hall. Sure. Yeah. I don't think we go above that. He is a great player, but I mean. Again, let's see he how he performs deserve, this year, and that's going to go in on how much you know is worth next year. Yeah, I don't think it's Artemi Panarin money. Oh, definitely not. Thirteen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, nope. he yeah. could have been the richest player. <laughs> yeah. In in the league in I NHL know. history. That would have been crazy. Peace, man. Peace, but then man. you look at baseball contracts, and you got guys like no, Garrett no Cole cap. making thirty million dollars a year. Oh, it's, that's disgusting. Yeah. yeah. Like hockey sick players league, have bro. to be sick. But to be honest, I guess a pitcher has way more influence on the game. But you, I don't know. Artemi Panarin, he literally makes he the Rangers. He is making the Rangers. Oh, yeah. We were just talking, he be- is we were the talking Rangers. before we went on the podcast that the Rangers are essentially what the Blue Jacks were last year. They're exactly they're, what they're, the Blue Jacks The Rangers, like, on paper, they have, seem like they have a decent team, but when you add that guy and Artemi Panarin, it just takes that team to the next level. What uh, you're saying is we're here, <laughs> and we, we need, need to, to be get, here. Yeah, they're above the beer line right now. They are yeah. above the beer line. They are. Um, last question. I mean, they're all pretty much the same questions. Like, should we tank? Should we, you know, throw in the towel? What's the deal? All that crap. Hard no. Uh, we have quite a few questions. Don't tank because you don't have a pick to tank for. <laughs> yeah, there really is nobody. But we'll go with this one here. Uh, who should have the C and the A's on the team because the current leaders aren't cutting it. Stop. Any, any thoughts on that one? Just can I kind of summarize that? Why? Why would you do that? <sighs> yeah, I, 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 these are no. You, that's that's rebuild. That's that's when the rebuild happens. That's I mean, the I, panic button. That's everything that I mean. The three of us had said on this podcast that goes against everything. So I'm not speaking for you guys, like, but hard no. You we, don't don't touch that. Yeah, I don't, just don't. don't touch that. I just my I guess my question would be who. Because I feel like the guys that do have the letters are not even the, going that far. At least you know, in years past, and you you hope they're going to snap out of what whatever funk they're in. But you know, guys like Felino, Atkinson, Jones, Jenner, like those guys are the grit of the team. I feel like for the most part, yeah. And I feel like they deserve those letters. I just don't know if we were to take the letters away from some guys who would get them. I I, I there's nobody that exactly. pops in my head right away at all. Well, those are the PLD. The, maybe he's he has a lot of hustle, but the, I mean he's I don't know. The point of giving those letters out are to the guys that are gonna like be an example of the the kind of player you want, even when the team's down. So guys that are gonna go hard on the boards no matter what, you know, that are just gonna juice the team. Yeah. And if the cat the guys that you assign that to aren't doing it, then nobody's gonna do it. You know right. what I mean? That means yeah. nobody's doing it. Again, so fills in the rebuild. Yeah. So the que- I just don't think that's a even a conversation fans should touch because simply simply put, we're just not in the locker room. We're just not. Fans aren't in the locker room. You we get, aren't. You get media members in the locker room for five minutes, but they're asking they, players questions. Yeah, they don't. They're you're, you, we they're don't know. We're, we don't know the chemistry on the ice when they're playing. We just don't know that. That's I, something I, that we can't touch as fans. If I could throw in, I mean, I I think the team likes playing together. I, I think they they feel confident. I mean, I wouldn't. Confidence not the right word, I want to say, but they feel comfortable. They can, yeah, they're comfortable and they can play as a team together. But maybe that's a bad thing, being comfortable. That's yeah, what I'm saying. Torts, Torts needs to, he needs to bench everybody. <laughs> we're not bench playing tonight. Bench like we're not playing tonight. I, I, yeah, I know you guys are going to lose. Say, we're I not doing it. We're not going out there. We're comfortable. Uh, I, I think the word that I'm saying comfortable, you're thinking complacent. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, I'm thinking. I'm saying comfortable. Yeah. You're saying complacent. I okay. again. I think. We're, do I think we're complacent? Uh, we'll see. Give me. The, ask me that question in March. Yeah, and I I'll tell you. Saying. Yeah, you're saying that the team's played together for enough. The Ma- majority of the team has yeah. played together for enough time to know how they play, and it would be obvious. People would be moved already. Maybe they were, um, if they didn't get along in the locker room. Either toxic, just. Didn't you didn't click? There was no chemistry, but I, I think there's chemistry on this team, and uh, 
taking you know taking bread out that that kind of that really yeah. messed with the chemistry and the juice and they're just looking for that guy to step up and say hey guys i'm the new guy we're gonna be good i'm not putting all the responsibility on myself but I, i'm here let's go win a fucking cup somebody to just come in and say that <laughs> that should have been our slogan let's go <laughs> let's go <laughs> with a fucking cup can we put that on a shirt that would have been amazing all right uh, we'll put that on a shirt yeah, about it. let's go win a fucking cup i do want to do out of our booze we do something i don't know out of our booze we fall b-o-o-z-e as an alcohol yeah out of our booze we woo we we, <laughs> we do woo. Woo. a lot of woos a lot of woos out we, of our booze we, we woo <laughs> oh man i love it <laughs> yeah all right uh I want to sum up this whole thing, whole podcast, by just saying, I pulled the plug. I pulled it. Don't Season's say that. Over. Season's People over. People are just going to skip to the end because they, the, they're going to hear. I do want to say this. You can get good value on the Jackets winning the cup right now, 75 to 1. Ooh, I am going to be in Vegas. I mean, you, hey. you put, let's see, if you put 20 bucks on that, the return gets you $1,500. That's not too shabby. Why not put I mean, like hey, 100? We why, just, why not you, win in you Vegas? You just brought it up all that about, money you know, on 15 jackets. minutes ago, St. Louis just Blues. Kidding. They did it. They yeah. were dead last. Just put just put a twenty spot on it. Yeah. When you're out there. Yeah. Twenty yeah. spot Jordan, Jordan, the cup. We, we gonna do that? I'm down to go to Vegas, so yeah. Hell I'm down. yeah. You, come on, buddy. I can't. I'm so I'm I just, so deep and stuff. I that just sounds like that. that it's like me inviting you to a, like a kid's birthday. But, oh, I'm just so <laughs> deep in stuff, man. I'm deep I, in I stuff. Just, okay. But you're I, not I'm inviting me to a kid's I, birthday party. You're inviting no. me to Vegas. I know. And then, Vegas. <laughs> kid's birthday party or just a birthday party. But I, I'm just yeah, stuff, I man. might go. The, the response, you could have. You could put it. What could you say saying go, no to going to Vegas and no to a kid's birthday party? Yeah. This is going to be the year of away games. Vegas sounds fun. The year of away games. You guys are going to have fun out there. You guys are going to a game? Yeah, well, that's the plan. That's awesome. When I booked it, I had no idea the Jackets were playing the Knights that day. And then I was like, wait a minute. You literally booked it the same day. That's that's That weekend. Yep. Whole weekend. (laughs) Nice. Um, Yeah. Total action. That's all I have to say. Until the Jackets prove me wrong, I pulled the plug. I think that there's just no heart out there right now. This team doesn't seem to care. Uh, if they don't care, then I don't care. But I will care enough to still watch. <laughs> <laughs> That's my thought. If they don't care, Jordan. Jordan, I'm pulling cares. the plug, but I can put it back in. Uh, right? I can put it back in. That's why I'm not. I did not hit the panic button. Panic button is he's, all out. If Oliver Borgstrand, if TV. Oliver Borgstrand goes bar down on Holtby on Monday, he's putting it right back in. He's like, uh, I'm yeah, back in. That's why I. The panic button is you're completely all out. Okay, the season's over. Uh, pulling the plug is. Pretty much out, but I could put it back in. Maybe like if they go on at seven twenty six tomorrow when yeah. we're up one nothing. Yeah, I just peas, man. I th- I bought into the. How hype. many games in a row would we have to win for you to be like, yeah, we can do this again? Ten. Ten. Hey, you tell me if we rip off like five in a row. If we rip off five dubs That's in a row, ten points. I'll take the ten points. You're telling me I'm, I'm with. I'm with. You're telling me it takes. It's gonna take ten wins, dude. We you. won. We got points. At the, towards the beginning of the season, we got points in like, I said, how many a, wins? Eleven in a row. straight games or something like that, right? Or, I, right I forget the number. Wins I know that. Same Me? thing. I know, but I, I'm if, just saying. If we get three wins in a row, I'm like back in. I'm like <laughs> okay. fully back in. But I'm not really out. So we won. <laughs> if we won we like get we won five games. What's Jordan, our biggest? Losing, what's our biggest win streak of this season? Like three or four? One. It's like four, yeah, four. Probably. Maybe four. Are you sure? Okay, Are you so we sure? won four or five, I think. So we won four in a row. Okay, look where we're at. I'm gonna. Doesn't mean anything. Win ten. I'll put the plug back in. If we win five in a row, you're no, not going to be like... I'm not on it. Five games. That's fair. Hey, you know what? If we win... Right. I, will be, I will be very... Six. If okay. we win six. I'll meet you in the middle. Seven and a half. I'll... I'll <laughs> seven and a half. Seven <laughs> and a point. Seven and a half. Seven and a point. Seven and an OTL. Seven game point streak. That I, will get you going. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's... There's nothing that can, can convince me otherwise that this team is going to... We've seen them go on streaks this season, and we're towards the bottom of the listen, barrel. I, so. Listen, I agree with you. I'm just – I want to be that guy on the podcast today because you took that role. I want to be the guy that just reminds the fans there's there's still hockey left. I mean, oh, yeah. Ben said it. There is. I ben did say, say, I, say I, it. I did say that. Ben did say that, but I want to <laughs> reinforce that. Please. Listen, Please. I – There is so much I, hockey left. I'm still – you know, I'm still going to be watching this team, obviously. I'm still going to be rooting for the team. 
And if we and if we win five it's straight, still BJ if, season. It's still BJ season. <laughs> if, and if we win five straight, always the season. If we win five straight, <laughs> you know I'm gonna be I'm gonna be hell of excited. I'm gonna be very pumped for this team. The plug will be back in. The plug will not be back in. It will be. If we can get. I don't like the plug analogy because <laughs> you're like, fuck them. No, nah, I love them. Fuck them. You know, my bad to me, y'all. Um, but I think he's more of just turning on and off the TV. It's not like he's not watching them, but it's just not in on yeah. no, it. Uh, no, what you're saying is I will you say, mean belief in the postseason. I will say, okay. plug, when you mean plug, you mean belief in the postseason? Like, is that, yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yes. I'm, I'm Go in on this year. I, yeah. I thought you meant like. You know what? Never mind. I'll no, make, yeah, the the I, on I the post. The we're not going into the postseason. That that's just what it is. Yeah. We we can win yeah, five straight. Great, it. you know. But I think we just got to cut our losses this it year. It would take seven and a half wins. We got to string like, we wins can make a together. I will gladly put the plug back in the wall. Okay. Seven and a half. Would you wins. say go on a five game point streak? Lose a game, go back on that five game point streak. Like, say, if we were string together a series of wins like that, or uh, points, I should say. We're, I, we're yeah. looking too much into this. It's no, I'm so not early in the year, though. No, I'm just like, you have to is keep it though? In mind we're that. in December. We're in December. Yeah. We are December two months is in. early. How many yeah. games have we played now? 30. So, 30 out, out of 81. 81. Yes. 82. You know how hockey is yeah, the streakiest sport of all time. I, I get You know that. why? Because we're thinking of 41 that. half. That's yeah, I know I was. Yeah. Uh, no, hey, like I, the second I, I half of the season I could be totally that. different. I understand that. But this team I'm not is. I'm saying it is, but I'm saying it could It be. has. This team, the product I'm seeing, nothing has stood out to me this entire season to where I'm like, oh, this team's good. We can, we can pull it out. We're going to make the playoffs. I've been overly optimistic, thinking that some of these guys are finally going to acclimate into this team, and we're going to put it all together, and we don't need Panarin, and nothing has popped off the page at me this entire season. This is the most boring Blue Jackets team that I have ever seen since I've been a fan. They suck. The most Whoa. boring. There is not one player. Basically, there is is not he saying one he, he started being a fan in 2016 because everything shut, before shut 2016 no. was pretty boring. No, we had we had Rick Nash that excitement. We, we least, had like four or five years of that. I know what you're saying, though. Yeah, it is boring. Just, there's just, uh, there's no, f- yeah. There's, 2008 playoffs, It's boring because it's coming board. directly off of just sick years. Like the, the last three years have been sick. Like yeah. we've just, we been have had that whole new identity. I would say were we spoiled, but no, because we didn't get past the second round. We weren't, we weren't spoiled. spoiled at any, we weren't, we nope. were spoiled. We were spoiled in the fact that we did get to watch our Timmy Panarin play in the Schweid every night. Yeah. That was pretty spectacular. It was. That is, he was amazing. That's, just, that's not a spoil. That's, that's just a treat amazing. because he was on your team. It's a treat. Yeah, it's a treat. It's a treat. Uh, and that's what I like, you know, I mean, just appreciative of the game. Yeah. Watching, like, when even though we got destroyed by the Oilers, fucking Connor McDavid. <laughs> Holy hell. Yeah. It's just, it's you get to appreciate that kind watch, of talent yeah. he brings to the yeah. table. Oh, yeah. You, yeah. you can appreciate Nobody's it. appreciating his talent more than my fantasy well, team yeah. this year. Y'all want to talk about that. Peace, man. All right, you, you, you're on the upswing. We are. I yeah. Team team drive fast, turn left is on the upswing. You have traded, I think, every <laughs> one of your players that you drafted, <laughs> other than Tom Wilson. I got Tom Wilson still and Austin Matthews, but I've been trying to unload him. No, I him. traded Austin. Oh Matthews shit, you're right. You. <laughs> I forgot about that. You gave me. I gave you Panarin. Uh, that was a mistake. You you already calling that a mistake? Yeah. Matthews is not Panarin's good having this a year. Sweet year, dude. He's gonna have over a hundred. Yeah. He's gonna have over a hundred. Whatever. I have injury or something. Yeah, my my hey, team is has done a complete one eighty, and we're on the upswing. Good. Uh, all right. You are now driving fast and turning right, but not left yet. Because drive fast, turn left is my name. No, I know, but I'm saying you're driving fast, turning right, because you were driving fast, turning left at the beginning, and then you realize <laughs> it's not NASCAR. <laughs> oh, you gotcha. should turn right. I should turn right. This is not NASCAR. God, I miss NASCAR too. Man, I, know. I hate the. I got the Snapchat of you. He goes, I'm <laughs> what? Just get on YouTube and watch. Oh, when I, 90s NASCAR, dude. Goes, when I when I start drinking and I'm at my apartment by myself, I just I get on. You just YouTube. turn on NASCAR highlights. I, I turn on like 1990s. Look at that guy going a circle. Like NASCAR highlights of the the golden era of Dale Earnhardt and. I feel like NASCAR highlights are mostly just crashes. 
No, you can watch Stop. the four races. You can watch the four races. That's what but I. But that, that's not highlights, though. Okay, a well, full race is not like consider a highlight table. Yeah, I'm I know. Saying, like, I if you're, you're gonna saying. watch a highlight yeah. montage. I'm gonna watch our Timmy McFanner and go Bardowski. <sighs> it's like golf. Like you can't really watch golf highlight. I mean, stop. I'm gonna stop you right there. I was trying to make him feel better about his sport. Okay, by bringing <laughs> one sport don't that diss I view. Sport, dude. I'm just... not dissing. You see Tiger Woods yesterday? No, his sport. Not, I, no, I'm, I'm not dissing I've his won. sport. I'm just. I've been I was like the President's Cup religiously and i am so glad we won that was a huge comeback dude mm-hmm. huge comeback. big time i read about it on twitter i didn't watch it Nah, yeah it was kind of hard to watch because it was that night and there's yeah. other things going on but. i i made all the time in the world for it and <sighs> it was so good just sat on my couch was like this is this is the stuff it's right the stuff. Here. this is what it's we stuff need. yeah it's america all right we're done here i have no more thoughts um yeah oh buy a shirt would you all go support the hockey dudes yes, and go buy, buy their the Go Coats shirt? Go Coats, go. You know, we see everyone say it on Twitter, Go Coats, and you know, it's a thing. I, like when I posted the shirt, I got like more like retweets than I ever thought I possibly would. And you, we, and we, we won't, like we won't, we, I won't say that. You, so you just said the number. I said like two. <laughs> one. <laughs> still, still at one, but, and it was your mom. But, you know, it's okay. It was my mom. <laughs> she bought the second one, too. Did she? I haven't I seen it. I haven't seen it. She yet. sent me the picture. It's a beautiful shirt, though. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, it's go, go support the hockey dudes. All right. Before we end this podcast, once again, we got to talk about our awesome sponsor, High Bank Distillery. Hey, we have the uh, holidays are quickly approaching, that being Christmas, also New Year's Eve. Uh, hey, if you're looking for a spot to hang out, uh, why not try High Bank? Why not minimize your stress now by planning your holiday get-together at High Bank this year? It offers the perfect atmosphere and space for groups of any size to mingle and gather, whether that's 12 people or 100. For more info or details, contact them at hot events at highbankco.com. Drink local, drink High Bank, proud partners of the Columbus Blue Jackets and the CBJ Artillery. Also, if you're looking to get that loved one a gift for Christmas this holiday season, Beyond, you know, maybe getting them a bottle of High Bank's Finest Spirits, you can also go to shoptheartillery.com. We just put up a brand new lace hoodie. It's pretty awesome. And uh, there's plenty of other options like BJ Season, Columbus or Nowhere. If you order by the 18th of December, it'll be guaranteed to be at your front door before Christmas. So make sure you do that. That's shoptheartillery.com. All right, boys. That's all I have. Go Bucks. Yeah, go yeah, Bucks. O-H. I'm O-H-I-O. going out there. I'm going out to the desert to watch them. Oh, are you? Very yeah. nice. Tickets are you going very with the fan or are you uh with the family? Family. Yeah, it's it's my dad's like birthday present for the year or birthday slash Christmas present. Is, nice. Is, well, is, well, is that like next week? Uh, the twenty eighth. Not okay. next Saturday, but the following. It's the Saturday yeah, after Christmas. True. That's the easiest word. way to say it. All right, little boomers. Thanks for listening to episode one twelve. Ben, great to have you back. I'm glad to be back. Yeah. Are you going to start uh, yeah, being a regular Sundays? on Sundays? Sundays? Yeah. I guess Good. I'd be we need that. Staple, baby. Love Let's to hear it. it. Let's do it. Hayden, appreciate you. As Go always. follow the hockey dudes on social media. You love Peace to hear home. it. Love to see it. Uh, we'll see you Wednesday, little boomers. Peace. Peace. Love you.